0: welcome to tony's Steak podcast
1: welcome to the tony's take podcast episode 293 i'm sean and joined with me we have off-road andy yes hello and tony Katz. yes hello Thanks for tuning in hit that subscribe button share with a friend and check out our entertainment podcast right after this all right got some uh, good stuff to get to um should we start with some college football?
2: Yeah, we have a pretty big show here, so we're going to go kind of fast over football. I think faster than usual, but uh, yeah, some big stuff happened, including uh, Alabama losing to Tennessee. Great game! Uh, Tennessee fans threw the uh, goalposts into the river or something like that. <laughs> I uh, I was actually
0: I was in Redondo Beach on Saturday, from Saturday early afternoon until about Sunday mid afternoon, late afternoon. Uh, and so I, the bar I was actually at was actually, it was a bunch of Tennessee fans, like kids that you, all were like graduates from it, like probably like, you know, 24, 25 years old. And so it was pretty electric getting to watch was that Jack game. Jack
2: Daniels flowing?
0: I'm not sure what was flowing because no. they, I actually was drinking some double IPAs and I actually ended up meeting some guys from Seattle and was just watching that game with them. So it was... Any Better. And yeah, and it was... Cool. <laughs> But it, it was cool seeing. I mean, it was a crazy game. I mean, it's, you know, they missed the field goal and then Tennessee had what, like 20 seconds? Like, did like two or three plays and got down to the, you know, 30 yard line yeah, to kick a game pretty, winning field goal that looked
2: like an awful kick. It was, it went sideways. It was really hard to do, but, you know, you just need enough to get it through. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Alabama dropped to sixth now. But uh, again, this is the AP rankings, the actual playoff rankings that matter, I think are still. So, a week away, a couple weeks away. Um, so that'll be interesting to see if Alabama jumps in those. And
0: eight teams make it this year, right? To I the think playoff so. thing. I think, I think so what the, do you know?
2: What the top eight are off the top of your head? Because I actually haven't gotten to see it yet. I think UCLA is the last team there, at okay. number eight. And uh, so Alabama's the only one lost team in the in the top eight. So with all the rest of the undefeated So it's like Georgia. Where did Georgia. Tennessee
0: jump to? Three. Okay, so I Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and then yes. Michigan.
2: Michigan. Uh, and Clemson. Clemson, and then is Oklahoma
0: State up there still, or did they lose? Oklahoma State
2: lost. That's right, so okay. It's on the list. <laughs> uh, but the other the other top 10 team to lose this week, uh, USC, which was a, uh, another great game. That was, yeah. Utah won it on a two-point conversion with no time left. Or no, there's a little bit of time left because USC kind of had maybe a chance. Uh, but yeah, great great decision by Utah. You want to win that game. They were at home, but you still want to win that game with your offense on the field, with the way they were <laughs> moving uh, Utah's tight end had like 20 receptions for 200 yards. It was just like incredible. Like,
0: yeah, they had a. That was another game that everybody at the bar was very tuned into because obviously that was USC area or closer to USC area than we are a USC area. So a lot of USC fans watching that game, and that was an exciting one. That was a good game.
2: Yeah. So I guess actually technically we had four uh, top ten teams lose um, because Michigan beat Penn State, who was ranked tenth. Uh it was a close game at halftime. Michigan ran away with it. I think they had over 400 yards rushing and just ridiculous. That should never happen. Uh, I think Michigan's just a bit in a higher class than Penn State. I don't think this means Penn State's bad, but um, it means we're set up for a good game again. Michigan State, Ohio State. That's going to be Michigan, a lot Ohio of fun. Michigan, Ohio State. I think you said Michigan, Michigan State, State. Okay, definitely not Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. That, that, actually, that game actually already happened <laughs> yes. and Ohio State won by like 30. <laughs> uh, Michigan, Ohio State, another good one, hopefully, this uh, November, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, and then the other uh, top 10 team losing Oklahoma State, undefeated, lost to TCU. So I think the TCU then must have moved to like ninth or something. So Yeah, they're fighting in there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, good, good fun week. Has uh, TCU Col- lost yet? Yes, they lost. That's what lost. I thought, but I can't remember to who. I don't remember.
0: I feel like it was right after they beat Oklahoma. they
2: beat Oklahoma. Did they lose to Texas yet? I don't know. Was yeah. They could have lost a non-conference game. I don't think so, but... Yeah. Baylor, there's there's teams in there that can beat them. Uh, but we're going to move right on to the NFL here. Uh, week six, uh, I'm going to start with the Rams. They won, but they probably beat the worst team in the NFL. And they lost another player. Their starting left tackle is out for the year. Just really miserable going on uh, with their team. And then uh, Cam Akers did not play. There's something going on. He doesn't want to be on the team. Um, they're possibly looking to trade him. It uh, just hasn't worked out for him with the Rams. I think they, they expected more, but um, trade deadlines in a couple weeks. We'll see. There's some other people that might be traded. A lot of rumors. Uh, Robbie Anderson of the Panthers got thrown out of the game by his own team and was traded the next day, so. Um,
0: also, just really quickly, just so we don't offend anybody, TCU is actually undefeated still. Oh, 6 and
2: 0. Okay, yeah. But I'm sorry, I got that wrong.
0: And I and another team that we didn't mention that's right up there is Old Miss is 7 and 0. But uh speaking of what you're just Went back to though Robbie Anderson. I heard he uh, got into it with his wide receiver coach, and I mean, I maybe you know, you kind of can't. You can blame it on the coach when you got quarterbacks that can't get you the ball. <laughs> he
2: he wanted out. He was also very famously he like tweeted about don't trade for Baker Mayfield, which was kind of bad. Well, um, but, was he wrong? I mean, everyone they have would be bad.
0: I mean, oh yeah, no, and they're making that so. clear. I'm pretty sure they're on like they're technically from the start of this the season. They're on like they're about to be on their fifth string quarterback. Because like apparently another guy's hurt too that yeah. hasn't even played this year, who Matt Corral, who is from Old Miss. And so they've had Baker Mayfield, and Darnold's hurt, PJ Walker didn't do well, and then Corral's hurt. So they are literally on their fifth string with Easton, who actually used to play for the Chargers, right? No. Cool. What what was I thinking was, of then? Uh, they, have a, they have a
2: guy named Easton Stick.
0: Easton, okay, that's who I'm thinking of. Then who's this Easton uh
2: played at Georgia. Uh he was the guy who made Fields leave Georgia because Fields couldn't beat him. Oh. It was a big deal. Um, but you know, Eason didn't end up being that good. Um, I think he was with the Colts last year. Or he's he's just a, he's nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. Just how it goes. Um, yeah, what else do we have? Um yeah, I gotta talk about that Chargers game last night. Uh there's a lot it? lot to talk about here. Um the team's really struggling. A lot of a lot of injuries. They did they did win. Let's start with that. They won in overtime, nineteen to sixteen, over uh, a probably pretty bad Broncos and team so at this point.
0: What I thought was funny about all that was that at the end of the game, I don't know if you watched the post game interview, but the the guy that got the headline interview was the kicker. Yeah. And anytime a team wins and the headline interview goes to the kicker, you know it was an ugly offensive game. And but the cool thing is is that Hopkins was playing hurt. He didn't play last week. First extra point of the game. He said he hears something pop, and he he stuck in there, and he made a nice a clutch kick to tie it, I think, late, and then made Mm -hmm. a game winning kick. And it's funny too because like you don't hear kickers obviously get the interview too often, and it's there he just speaks very differently. Like it's just very like you tell I don't know where he's from, but like the first thing was like you know Jesus Christ, and then it's just like you could tell it's like. He doesn't get interviews often. You get to, it, it seemed like he was actually pretty stoked about it.
2: He, and he was
0: a very gentleman-like also.
2: His line was very close to Mac from *Holly Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's like, first of all, I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, but Max was, first of all, through Jesus Christ, anything is possible. So. <laughs> but <Very> um, good. <laughs> yeah, they made four field goals, like four field goals between 30 and 39 yards. Uh, that's not what you want when you want to be a, a, a top offense, but the charges were... Again, without their center who got food poisoning, and he's he's their best offensive lineman left on the team, and really important to the team. the The, the captain of the offensive line usually is the center, and they really missed him. Uh, I think I saw Herbert was pressured on like thirty eight dropbacks, which is like pretty incredible. Uh, it was also a weird game. The Chargers ran like eighty five plays that they were they were bad, but they kept picking up third downs. So they just. Broncos were on the field all game, and I thought, oh, by fourth quarter, Chargers are gonna run this team over because they I, were gonna be tired. I thought that wasn't happen.
0: I thought that was the interesting thing too, was that the that was the big thing I was gonna talk about also was that the Chargers at one point were like nine of thirteen on third down. And when you're that efficient on third down, it's like it's just how it goes. Good things are gonna
2: happen. But I think they average less than four yards per play, which is just abysmal. Uh they're really missing Keenan Allen, they're missing Slater that just the offense is good, and Denver's defense is actually really, really good. Sertan might be already be the best cornerback, and they have this Baron Browning, their third string pass rusher, uh, get an opportunity without Randy Gregory, and he's he's incredible, and he's he's scary. Um, but yeah, there's there's other weird things in this game. I think that the Broncos side of it, we can't figure out what's wrong with Russell Wilson. I think I like to give him like two years to figure this out. I don't think he's completely broken, but I think this has become a really bad situation. So I, I heard uh, Colin Coward
0: say today about how what should happen is Arizona and uh, Denver should just do a straight so up awesome. trade from Murray to Wilson. Cause I guess they said that basically, basically very similar contracts. That's you know? what he said too. He said it would get rid of both the contracts and he said, Wilson is still good and he's coachable. And I guess Murray's having issues in Arizona and isn't happy. And they said, basically what he is is a younger Russell Wilson. So they said it would work out for Denver and, I mean, when I was listening to that, I was like, "Actually, that's that's not a bad point." But it never happens. I yeah, no, it, it won't that's... happen. I don't think. But it it it, yeah. w- it did make sense, though. What he said, though, actually.
2: But I think one of the one of the craziest things about this game is that uh, <clears throat> Wilson started out the game ten for ten for like 150 yards and a touchdown, and people were like, "Oh, he's back. He's doing well." Uh, then he finished after the, the halftime, which included two possessions in overtime. Uh, Wilson threw for 15 yards and actually negative net yards because they were sacked multiple times. Uh, the other notable thing that happened at halftime was the Chargers bench J.C. Jackson, their big free agent cornerback they signed, $85 million deal uh, to be the number one corner. And he's been really up and down. He's missed some games. Uh, in the post game press conference, it was pretty clear. Like they kept asking the Chargers coach about the big plays that they gave up in the first quarter. And it was pretty clear that they were J.C. Jackson's fault and he was benched in the uh-huh. second half. They went with their fourth string corner who they ended up giving up only 15 passing yards the rest of the game. And I'm saying net negative passing yards. Huh. Uh, Interesting. I don't know what to make of that. Um, no, that is weird. J.C. Jackson had just the most interceptions over the last three years from any defensive back. He should be better than this. I don't know It's in his head. He Basically, he gave up two big plays by just not knowing where to be on the field. Um, He let their tight end just kind of run completely free on a broken play. Uh, And then right before halftime, he just got beat by the Broncos third or fourth string guy just straight up. Um, It sucks. You sign a guy for a huge deal. uh, You at least hope he's above average. I was not thinking like this guy's going to be the best corner in the league. I'm just, you add another guy to the team that just helps every other defensive back on the roster. But it's been a disaster. And that was, that was the game winning move was to bench your highest paid defensive back that seems ridiculous but it worked um yeah I went pretty long in this because it's my team and they're four and two but none of the wins are good um I don't know they could be four and two and they could be you know six and eleven when this is all over I wouldn't be surprised so um very sad I want Joey Bosa to come back I want Keenan Allen to come back that's well Keenan Allen they said maybe next week right yeah But at this point, everyone's dealing with injuries. The Broncos team has a million injuries, too. So, um, yeah. I think everyone who's been making fun of the AFC West, saying, like, remember, this was supposed to be a dominant division. I think it's really been the hardest hit team by injuries. Yeah. um, Or the hardest hit division. And and then the Raiders. Yeah. and 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 The Raiders Raiders, have had some injuries. Yeah.
0: They've also lost games they should have won. And then Broncos just (sighs) haven't panned out nearly at all. Because I actually brought up something last night. Broncos have played six games this year four of them on primetime they've had two monday night games a thursday night game and a sunday night game and that's why people are starting to complain because they're like these primetime games have been not very good i mean there was a thing too where the first couple weeks of the season all the primetime games started off like six and oh to the under so it was like a thing early on where pr- these primetime games weren't haven't that exciting but i mean last night's game was a good ending but it wasn't you know it's an ugly game
2: yeah the, uh, the announcers are publicly complaining about it too i think the uh yeah, uh, what's they, his they, face? On
0: Thursday j- night football, they have been.
2: Yeah, but I think Troy Aikman even said something because uh, the next Monday night game is Bears-Patriots. And just like, yeah. yeah. The Bears now have been well,
0: on primetime three times. Monday night football is not what it used to be. I mean, Monday night football used to be well, like the big game, but now they it's They made like, a big
2: push with Buck and Aikman. that They're like, it's yeah. going to be better, and it just hasn't been.
0: Well, and that's the funny thing too is I think like the other thing too that they've added is you know they have the Eli and Peyton Manning talking in their like living rooms – and that's something you can tune into so you kind of get at least a good laugh during it. And it's like, you know, I mean, that also, I don't know if that's like how Buck and Aikman actually truly feel about that. Because, I mean, that does take take it away from them, especially when the game gets boring. It's like, why am I going to want to listen to Aikman and Buck when I can listen to the Mannings have a fun time? Yeah.
2: And I wasn't bored probably because it was my team. But I think the the, the one before was the the Broncos Colts. That was just really bad play. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, actually. Uh, another game I have here on the list, uh, your team won. Tom Brady finally loses to Pittsburgh after seems like he just owns them. Yeah. Um, crazy game. Pickett gets hurt. Steelers have to turn back to Mitch Trubisky who plays really yeah, well. Was, yeah. He ended up having a great game. So uh, I don't know what to make of that. A lot of people are saying, look, Mike Tomlin is still a good coach and he's going to win these games. He shouldn't sometimes, um, Tampa Bay has their issues as well. They're just not healthy on the offensive line and I think they'll be fine by the end of the season unless Tom Brady really just loses it or like has a personal life meltdown. Yeah. Um, but Godwin's going to come back and they will going to get healthy there and figure something out on the offensive line. I mean, Tom Brady's going to kill those offensive linemen if they don't figure it out. So
0: yeah, no, I'm sure uh, Tampa Bay will still be fine. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, that's, that's been a big story There's a lot of these NFC um, teams coming in that people thought were good are all like three and three green Bay. Um, the Rams, 49ers, I think they're all 3-3 three and three and are worse now. Um, which, yeah, brings me to the next story. Both New York teams won again. So the Jets won in Lambeau. No one saw that coming, uh, except for, I guess, some people on Green Bay that Aaron Rodgers was mad that players were worried about the game. Uh, but the Jets came out and just kind of shut them down. The Jets probably have a good defense. Their, their first-round pick, Sauce Gardner, has been as good as you could ever hope for. Uh, and they're winning 4-2 and two. Zach Wilson isn't good, and I don't think he is the answer. Um, it's only been less than a full season for him, but he hasn't shown anything. Uh, but it doesn't matter. They have a, they're have they winning games like the uh, like a previous Jets team that had a high-picked quarterback that wasn't good. Um, remember, about 10, 15 years ago, uh, Mark, Sanchez Mark Sanchez sucked, <laughs> but they had a good running game and a good defense, and they won games. So, yeah. But if you want to win a Super Bowl, you probably need to upgrade because that Jets team didn't win a Super Bowl. Uh, And then the the Giants. They got
0: close. They got to the NFC. The Giants came back. Yeah, the Giants
2: came back from uh, ten points again, which means the Baltimore Ravens came back or blew another double digit lead again. I think for the third time in the season, I don't know what's going on there. Lamar Jackson is really good, but looked just horrendous again, allowing the team to come back. Just make one play, and they probably win that game. I still don't. (laughs) I don't think the Giants are good. But they're getting it done yeah. similar well, to the Jets, but like I don't think I don't think the Giants have nearly the talent to that the Jets sh- have.
0: To show that they're still not fully believing in the Giants, they are against they're playing Jacksonville this week and they are three-point underdogs. And I get it, it's on the road in Jacksonville, but Jacks Jackson are two and four. Exactly. So it's like you'd think that game would maybe be at least a pick pick'em or something, or one, two points, but no, they still got them at three.
2: Yeah, a full three.
0: And I think people I think that's actually not a bad play because I think people You know, still believe in that Jaguar team a little bit at home. And yeah, people just aren't aren't sold on the Giants. But who knows? We'll see. I mean, I think after this, they have like two home games against like the Lions and Texans in there or something. So it's it's very possible that they start off like with a very
2: good record. Yeah, Giants have an easy schedule. It just works out sometimes that way. And
0: with that NFC East, I mean, you've got I think Dak is supposed to come back this week. That's what it's looking like.
2: Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. They're playing the, the the Lions, so they could probably afford to go another game. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the big the big games this weekend: Eagles, Cowboys, and I think it's probably over for the whole Cooper Rush stay as the starter. I think people are now ready to move on. The Cowboys weren't that impressive on uh, Eagles, and like got you had points. pointed out
0: against the the uh, the Rams, he only
2: had like 108 pass yards. So it's
0: it has come to an end.
2: I yeah. believe. So um, I think anyone doubting the Eagles is probably has probably stopped with that. Um, I wasn't big on them. I think I went under on on them to start the season. I didn't think their defense would be as good as they have been, but it, it's been great and from what I hear. Uh, Vic Fangio is is consulting, which is like that's a great thing. It's one of the best defensive coordinators, not one of the best head coaches, but a great defensive coordinator coming to help out with your defense really really works there. Um, and then you know that that offense, I don't, it just. You can't prepare for it. You know, it's so different than what other people are running. Um, so that I think the Eagles have an advantage there. Uh, then the other big game, Bills-Chiefs, probably the most anticipated game. Maybe over the whole season. But this was the greatest game of all time last year. Uh, this game was not nearly as exciting, but still pretty good. Uh, still good quarterback play. Uh, Josh Allen had the big leap. He, uh, You know, he, he does these run plays where he goes out, runs basically a sweep, and he comes on the edge and when these corners are coming up to try to make a play on him he is he looks like Joel Embiid versus some of these corners when he's uh, out there and it's just uh, he just jumped right over the guy the guy's like I have to go low if I hit this guy high I will just crumple and die so I'm going to go low and, and Josh Allen goes right over him um Josh Allen is probably a pretty good basketball player if you think about it um, I don't know if there's any like tape out there but
0: I bet. I mean, he's, he looks like he's at least like six three or six four or something. I think he's, I
2: think he's bigger than that, I and mean, he can he can move, that's he can a, jump. Uh, but yeah, he just looked massive jumping over this guy. But uh, yeah, the Bills are very good. Bills and Eagles right now—that's well, the obvious Super Bowl pick. What's crazy too is
0: I heard the the Bills—they made a move after uh, speaking of like you know with Carolina earlier—is that Carolina basically said everybody is on the trading block, which is just like one of my fantasy football teams. Everybody's on the trading block. And I think I actually have the same start as Carolina. I think my fantasy football team is one in five or yeah. And so I guess the bills actually made a push They gave them a call about wanting to get McCaffrey. And I think they, they didn't come to a deal, but it's like, that's a, that would have been a scary thought because if there is one thing that the bills is a little weak in, it's the, a, a run game outside of Josh Allen running the ball because Singletary Moss, uh, Dalvin cook's brother, they're not I mean they're solid but it's not like I mean if they had McCaffrey on that team it's like that would be horrifying to be honest cuz then it makes Josh Allen better because of the options he the can dump do with offs him. Just Yeah, exactly. It would be scary cuz Josh Allen can run with it too and it's like but I don't know. I would like to see McCaffrey get traded not to the but not to the Bills though. Like but
2: Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a lot of
0: options there. Um Hell, I mean I would I mean I wouldn't mind seeing McCaffrey went go to the Eagles or something. I and mean, that could be a possibility. Yeah, I think
2: the Eagles are are feel they're good I mean McCaffrey's an upgrade over pretty much every back out there but um, I think they feel comfortable
0: and you were right just to clarify Josh Allen six foot five okay so yeah probably a pretty decent basketball player yeah out there in the gym in Wyoming or wherever that's not where he grew up though I don't know what he he did
2: Fresno area yeah all right so he was just beating up like farm laborers and stuff (laughs) (laughs) imagine (laughs) videos
0: leak years later
2: picking cabbage and, and Josh Allen just out there on a dirt court beating up farmers <laughs> <laughs> all right okay. yeah let's um read. baseball the worst thing in the whole world um a, a lot to talk about <laughs> a lot to talk about here some interesting stuff I probably have some opinions that maybe you're not even expecting I don't know where would you um, like to start out of the four let's series just start kind of reviewing what would happen um, before we get into like, the existential crises of the sport <laughs> um the five and six seeds won in the wild card round, which is a bit of a surprise in the National League. Then they both won their next series, uh, upsetting the one and two seeds, um, resulting in a five, six Padres versus Phillies NLCS. So what's interesting about that is um, this new format for the playoffs is actually the same format that the NFL had for years, for like our entire lifetime, was six teams, first two teams get the bye. And during that entire time, we never saw a five and six seed meet in the finals. Um, We'd seen six seeds like your Pittsburgh Steelers uh, Mm -hmm. make runs before, but not a five and a six in the same year meet in the conference finals. Uh, Pretty crazy that that happened in the first year. And if baseball keeps this format, we might actually never see it again. Yeah. Um, It's just kind of random. I don't think it means anything yet. Uh, And then in the American League, we just wrapped up the uh, Yankees-Guardians series. Disappointing that the Guardians up, up two, two one, um ended up losing the last two games. But I I think there was there was a talent disparity. But yes. does that matter? <laughs> that's the that's the big question here. Uh, the Yankees got results out of uh, and Aaron I honestly Judge. I, I
0: think, think the big a talent disparity. Just pre- touch really quick in a sport like baseball. It's like sometimes it it is weird because baseball is the one sport where it's very streaky. Where you can get guys that are very good hitters. They go one for twenty one slumps. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. you get a pitcher that just gets hot or a bullpen that gets hot like the one or not, sport, or not hot and the one sport that exactly if it can go one way it can go the other right you can get a random hitter that can go like eight for nine in a two game series you know but the one sport where i really i mean where it seems like where you've got the talent disparity that it does really make a difference is basketball because i mean you can get cold steph curry could have a game where he goes one for eleven but it's like he keeps shooting eventually the five for seven is going to come again and stuff like that but Anyway, Andy, I'll let you uh, more go into baseball because I know this is the sport. Yeah, I yeah. know your, your um, team was there. There was it.
2: one other result we haven't uh, recapped here. The Astros swept the Mariners, but it was not a dominant sweep at, by any means.
0: No, not at uh, all. And we, but we did go over
2: the, as um, huge home run in game one. We talked, kind of, which
0: we talked about because that was on Tuesday.
2: Was it? OK, yeah, and that we, turned around the series or it basically ended the series and, before it started. And yeah.
0: We brought that up last week. If you guys remember, as I said, I would be surprised if Seattle did win another game. And Seattle played him tough still. I mean, the game two, Jordan Alvarez hit him again with a go-ahead home run in the sixth. That ended up being the difference. And then I actually, like I touched on a little bit earlier, watched, uh, I was at a bar and met some guys that are from Seattle. And this was in like the sixth inning when I met these guys, fifth inning. And I'm like, just kept fucking with them. Like, hey, I'm your guys' good luck charm. And like, because like, when I would come over to them to get a beer, bases would be loaded with like two outs. And then they'd strike out Altuve. And they were like, yeah, you're staying here with us. So I did. Did I know that game was going to go 18 innings? Absolutely (laughs) not. And that's what it did. 18 innings, 0-0, and it was the young kid on the Astros. Jeremy Pena, I believe is his name, hit the go-ahead home run in the 18th, and that was all she wrote. 1-0 final, which impressive on both ends, pitching-wise. I mean, to go that long and not one team score, it's impressive.
2: Yeah, it's a weird year for the Astros in that their lineup isn't that impressive, especially if Altuve is not going to hit. Uh, they still got great players, but it's really their pitching depth that's been really how they've won games and um, six straight a- uh, ALCSs for the Astros, which is that's insane. Uh, it's remarkable when you look at some of their other competitors and how they've fared. Um, and I think it's a, a standard that's really hard mm. to match. Uh, but yeah, let's let's actually talk about the Dodgers' big loss here. Um, so much was made of it. Of course, it it, it broke me. Um, I was in LA I think, at I think it's bar. partially your fault because you um Dodgers went at 5-0 in the third inning of the game one, and you're like, this is over, let's watch a Simpsons Halloween episode. <laughs> and from there, the Dodgers were downright <laughs> awful for the rest of the series. Uh, it looked like in that big first game, like, oh, the Dodgers are just way better than them. And I still think that's probably true. Uh, they just never got it back together. The Padres had much better better pitching to go, games two, three, and four. But those are not. That's not. That's not Scherzer and Degrom. Like Snell's a nice player. You could beat him. He's he yeah. wasn't great all year long. Uh, <clears throat> Joe Musgrove has incredible ears, but you know he's <clears throat> not uh, Justin Verlander. They're they're good players. They're nice to have to fill out a rotation. They're not dominant, and um, so I wasn't expecting them to really shut down the Dodgers. And, and they didn't. They didn't shut them down completely. They just pitched pretty well, and then their bullpen did the rest, which was unexpected. Uh, josh Hader had a, t- a terrible terrible august but a good september um continued on with a good october it seems like
0: yeah he's i think um, he and that tells me he was happy to be out of milwaukee i mean he, once he got to another team and they started winning a little bit it's like he seemed to find his groove and i mean something i guess we don't talk about too often is like when you see these guys get traded and they turn a season around it's like i guess what we don't give enough credit to is possibly like the pitching coaches
2: well that's what's interesting is as, as soon as he got to the padres that's when he was terrible yeah he had a horrible month and it looked he like the like Padres got 80 or
0: something right or 10 it was there working. was a stretch where it didn't look like the padres were going to make the playoffs and they made yeah. some great trade deadlines
2: they, they they went really aggressive and it looked like all for nothing they're going to win 84 games this is bad uh and milwaukee really fleeced them but in the end that probably that's and you know what's so funny out.
0: too is that i remember hearing something too about when at the trade deadline milwaukee was like in first place and then they made those trades and they ended up going like way downhill and it was kind of like well what would you expect i mean i know hater wasn't doing well so you thought you could get stuff out of him but it's like he's still you know he's still a good player he had potential to turn it around but i'm not saying that would have mattered i mean yeah brewers we're not going to the playoffs i the, don't think the we're brewers were like
2: devin williams is a better player than hater and they're probably right and he's cheaper so they probably made the decision that made sense but then the, i don't think the team was as good anyways um but yeah it wasn't just the dodgers a big deal was that the Braves who won 101 games lost here in the first round and the Mets didn't even make the first round won 101 games. And that,
0: that showed you with the new format, what really hurt the Mets was, and I think we touched it a little bit last week was they blew that division lead with about four games to go, three games to go. And that made them get into the, into the play-in games pretty much, or I guess not technically play-in games, the first round and they lost to the Padres. And, you know, I've talked, we talked about it a little bit last week too, and it's, it's weird. Baseball's been that weird sport, especially the last couple of years where the team that seems to get hot just before the season starts, they continue that run of the playoffs. And we saw the Nationals in 2019 and then we saw the Braves last year. And then right now I mean, Phillies or Padres, the same story. And one of them is going to the World Series. I'm not sure if they're going to win, whichever one goes against the Yankees or Astros, but still one of them is going.
2: Yeah, I think that's what's kind of remarkable about this is everyone's so high on these teams. What they're able to accomplish is one of them's going home. and. Is that are they going to be happy with that? Um, because according to baseball fans, if you don't win the World Series, you're just a, a joke and none of it matters. Um, that's that's kind of where i am been frustrated by um, how we talk about sports in general, but be- definitely baseball where it's just so much more random. Um, I think that. A lot has been made about how the Dodgers now have made the playoffs 10 straight years and only one World Series and. It could be worse. It could be zero World Series. I guess that's what you got to think about. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's that bad. Only one World Series. It just teams usually don't make make the playoffs ten straight years. If they yeah. had won two World Series, which of course they should have, if there was no yeah. cheating, um, isn't how much better is that? And that's one extra year. Also, if in, ba- in baseball,
0: who's the last team to win back to back? You know, it hasn't I mean? happened since it, the Yankees exactly. And then in the nineties, so and, it's like it's not a common thing. Yeah,
2: let's say if the Astros win, they'll have won two in six years, which is. Great. And but I mean, they also now, they won one in five years and they've been a dominant team for these last few Look
0: years. at the other three major sports though. We saw the Tampa Bay Lightning win two in a row, almost three-peat this last season. We yeah. saw the New England Patriots obviously do their back-to-back recently and stuff like that. And we've also seen uh, the Golden State Warriors obviously do all their stuff. So, I mean, if you look at the four major sports in the last five years, six years, you've seen every, sing- every single one of those sports except for baseball has had a back-to-back champion. So, yeah, it's not an easy feat to accomplish in baseball yeah. to win the World Series.
2: And I looked up the Dodgers, basically, their their success over the last seven years or six years since Dave Roberts has been the manager. A lot of people are like, oh, this is terrible. The Dodgers are chokers. They've been reasonably successful in the playoffs. I think, I, I think it was nine and five in playoff series in, in the last six years, which is like, that's fine. They've made three World Series. I think it's just that they... They've now lost in the first round with 100 wins twice, which is like, well, that shouldn't happen, except that teams with 100 wins just don't happen that often. There seem to be more frequent, which I think is actually an indictment on the bottom teams just kind of being shitty. Um, but it, the point is this is going to happen a lot. This is Good teams are going to lose, and we shouldn't be uh, so quick to judge and call out people. I mean, none of it actually matters. Um, Like, Trey Turner is going to get $200 million, regardless if you call him a choker or not. Um, But it's just, it's not fun to make, it seems like other fans want to shame Dodgers fans for even enjoying a season that was full of greatness. Um, It didn't work out at the end, but um, there's still a lot to be happy about. Um, If you're Tyler Anderson, you're like, I don't give a shit that we lost. I fucking saved my career. I made myself an extra... 20 million dollars probably 30 million dollars maybe i don't know what he's gonna get in free agency but that guy was a anyone could have had him and now he's gonna get well it's paid like tough to pitch in colorado too i mean that's a bummer for some of those pitchers sometimes But i'm saying that's but
0: yeah no i get what you're saying he went
2: like 14 and 2 or whatever it doesn't matter i mean um, he didn't lose this game he got pulled which was controversial but i don't i think it was the right move i think he's not he's not a power pitcher so i don't think you want him to go out there for a third time through the order. But and I mean, yeah. Every, 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 when you lose, every decision is going to be second guess. Of course. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's in every sport. So the, every the, decision in life, too. The bullpen, they have a lot of good bullpen pitchers. Every one they put in there failed. And they're like, well, the best one didn't come in. And it's like, it's still the seventh inning. I don't, I don't think that's a, a problem that you're like, we're going to put in our second best bullpen guy and see if he can strike someone out. And then when he fails, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You know, it just shit happens like that. Uh, it's tough. And I don't know. I think calling for people's heads or calling everyone chokers is just not the right uh, way to handle this. And that goes for the Mets and it goes for the Braves and the Yankees, who will probably lose this series to the Astros because that's just how how it works. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Yankees, that's what would you rather be the Yankees who have not been to the World Series since they won it in 2009? Yeah. They've only made the playoffs, I think, six or something years, but they've lost every time. So I'd rather make the playoffs every year and lose than never make the playoffs. That's kind of my philosophy. You can't be the Royals and, like, suck forever and then win World Series and suck forever again. That's just not how it works. That's, that's, you know, a stroke of luck. Um, Would you rather be like Toronto? Toronto's had some good years. In our lifetime, Toronto's made the playoffs with some good teams. Roger Clemens, uh, Jose Bautista, this run right now. Yeah, they haven't sniffed the World Series since, and it's just like, well, they haven't lost ten times in a row in the playoffs. And it's like, yeah, you know, but they haven't—they haven't won once either. So yeah, yeah.
0: So what do you think, Andy? If you had to guess, those, those four teams left, who's going to win it all? If you—if someone oh, gave man. you ten thousand dollars and you had to pit it on one team.
2: Well, just a smart move is obviously the Astros. I think yeah. they, are, they are better. I think
0: what we've seen so far is there is no smart move though. It just
2: it's yeah, it's random. It's probably closer to a coin flip than than anything. Um, you <clears> could <throat> say the Phillies because I was
0: that's who I was going to say it was the Phillies because it just seems like the they have an easier they, opponent. They have that fun right. lineup too. I mean, you got Castellanos. I'm a big fan of Harper. It's almost like he's due. this. Would be one of those random seasons where it's like, oh, this was the random season Harper finally won a World Series or got to the World Series. Also, quick side note before we move on. Is this the first time Yankees and Astros have faced each other in the ALCS since the incident where Altuve hit the walk-off on Chapman?
2: I don't remember what year that was, but that was... That was they, the they, cheating
0: year. That was the year they beat the Dodgers in the World Series. So that would have been, what, 2018? Yeah, but there was
2: also the year where they he hit the one-off Chapman was like 2019 or something. Oh, it was? So they they played they played three times, I think, already in the, in okay. the playoffs. They won, I think 2017 was around one or something. I, actually, I don't know. I know they played a round one matchup, which I think was the year with the Chapman home run, and then ALCS and a different year. I don't know. It's very hard to remember. Yeah, no, it definitely but, is hard to remember. Uh, They've definitely played each other before, and um, yeah, that was the Jose Altuve wouldn't let his shirt come off because yeah, he was exactly. hiding that's a, what I was. buzzer. That's, that's the year I was
0: talking about, because that's the year they beat the Dodgers, right? No, I oh, think was that that was, the year
2: they, beat, they lost to Boston. That, that was the year that no, that was, wouldn't have been the year they lost to Boston because they that was. They can't I'm pretty sure that was 2019, which was remember the thing didn't come out until after the 2019 season was over. Okay, so they might have been cheating the whole time. Um, remember they they lost to the Nationals in 2019 in the World Series. Okay, so um, and that's when after that season is when the cheating scandal broke.
0: Okay, no, but so they they played the Yankees in 2017, mm-hmm. and then they. But the 2019 is when they played them, so they haven't faced uh, they haven't faced the Yankees in the ALCS since because they beat the Tampa Bay. They lost the Tampa Bay Rays in 2020, and then last year it was they took out the Red Sox. Wow! All right, cool. Yeah. righty. Well, shall we?
2: Yeah. I mean, I said before that it's better for baseball for the Astros to yeah. have like three seasons without being in the playoffs, and then people will kind of move on a bit. But I don't think they'll move on until like Altuve and Bregman are gone.
0: Those are the last two remaining that they seem yep. to hate. And maybe a little bit of Uriel because he was on that team and he had the big
2: racist hits against,
0: thing. yeah, the racist thing and he had the big hits against Kershaw.
2: Yeah, what about that? What if the Padres, Padres Astros, and you, Darvish? Darvish.
0: Back in there? Darvish was on that team too. He's ready to plunk one of those guys. Well, that's
2: what I mean. Darvish was the guy he did he was that to. game too.
0: seven, yeah. He I thought moment. he did a tomato.
2: Maybe it was. I don't know. They did have a lot of Asian pitchers. <laughs> yeah. But Darvish definitely got destroyed. I, I remember that because of like, Game seven, Darvish isn't going to get hit twice in a row and then just fucking over in one inning. Yeah, did Spinger have a big double or something? Uh,
0: Well, that was the whole decision that game too about not starting Kershaw, and then Kershaw came in in like the third or fourth and shut him down. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah, we got a. On another note, the 2022 NBA season... 22-23 season. 22-23 NBA season has kicked off right now Boston Celtics, Philadelphia seventy six ers are at halftime. Boston Celtics got their almost trophy at the start of the game because they got to the championship last year. Trophy? Yeah, get the. Did they? I don't know. I was making a joke saying they got an almost trophy. I think they got their Eastern Conference trophy when they won the Eastern Conference. (laughs) But um, and then the Lakers play the Golden State Warriors, who will be getting their rings this evening. Get to have LeBron James watch that which is good.
2: Draymond Greens are just brass knuckles.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're going to give you guys a uh, a little NBA preview. We Andy and I like to do this thing with our uh, NBA picks and our uh mostly for NBA and NFL and and baseball sometimes. I do them
2: for all, yeah. Yeah, baseball I went 16 and 14 this year on over/under, so, you know. Even what, money basically. Were
0: the bunch of ties? Were the rest ties? 16 and 14? Yeah. Oh, there's there's only 30 teams, huh? What did do you know what I went, or was I did I even do you one? You didn't do one. Okay, I was working absent. Yeah, absent. All right, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're gonna have it for basketball, and it's always fun, Andy Knight. And it's always just friendly competition. See how the teams how we do,
1: but
2: yeah, and Sean could be involved in this too. I think he usually does this. Sean, do you want to do? A- I
1: pay attention to basketball a little bit.
2: Yeah, you can pick the over unders. Yeah. There's only there's there's only two choices. <laughs> yeah, over or under. I remember one time you're like, I want to do push, and I was like, let's not do that. It's gonna confuse it. <laughs> Um, but I'm gonna do a little bit of a review here, uh, of the off season. So it was kind of a slow off season, aside from a couple big trades, but, um, which I was not I yeah, I had them all in here. Oh, I didn't have the latest one because this was done before. Uh, we'll get to it. I'll, I'll type it. But then, okay. Um, a lot of the, the big free agents just took extensions, so a lot of big money. So Levine. Uh, Jokic, Morant, Carlton Towns, Zion, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal all signed big extensions with their teams. So, um, not a big surprise. You can always get more from the team you're with. So, a lot of players opt to do that. Uh, then, a lot of other like middle tier free agents just resigned with teams they were already with. So, uh, Looney staying with the Warriors, Tyus Jones with the Grizzlies, uh, Old Depot, who they just announced maybe is done forever uh, today. Um, did, did sign a one year deal with the Heat, but yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Bobby Portis finally got paid. Uh, Mitchell Robinson staying with the Knicks. Uh, Lou Dort with the Thunder. Uh, Anthony Anthony Simons. There's so a lot of younger players getting paid. The Blazers bringing back Nurkic again. I don't know. They just like him so much. Uh, Chris Boucher with the Raptors. So just a lot of a lot of little extensions for you know mid tier free agents. Um, and then players signing with new teams. It's not like a a big list here. Um, Goran Dragic should go to the Bulls, but I think he's like 42 at this point. Uh, John <laughs> I think he's Wall is older than that. John Wall in the Clippers. We don't know how it's going to go. I think he looked pretty good in the little time time I saw him. Um, oh, I like Joe Ingles on the Bucks. Yeah. Joe Ingles going to the Bucks, but he's not back yet. Okay. So he he had well, that ACL injury. That's, that's tricky then. So he's he's going to be there for the playoffs most likely. Uh, Kyle Anderson going to the T-Wolves. A lot of changes for the T-Wolves that we'll get really? to later. But, um, yeah, he's a nice player. The big the big one was Jalen Brunson going to the Knicks. A four-year, $100 million deal. This was like everyone knew this was happening even before the season ended. Um, Brunson's, like, uncle or something is the guy who runs the Knicks. Uh, his, his father was the guy's first client as an agent. It was just like everyone knew this was going to happen. Uh, the Knicks also signed uh, Isaiah Hardenstein from the Clippers, one, one of uh, our favorite guys. Just a big, good passer, seven foot two. Just a, a weird-looking guy, but um, probably going to have a, a nice career there. Um, PJ Tucker, who's also like forty-two, went to the Sixers on a three-year deal. Just didn't make sense to me to give him that much years, but I think it's more of like a loyalty thing, and also like a James Harden needs this guy, and that's why they did that. Um, is he even on the? Floor he's the right horse now? whisperer. I mean, he's really just a. A dickhead out there. It does look like he is playing. He just stands in the corner and then, like, inf- does enforcing shit, you know? If there's ever a fight, he'll get in- into it. Um, but, you know, he's been successful. So, I don't know. I still hate the Sixers. We'll get into it when we get the over-unders. Uh, Gary Payton, the second, uh, left the champion Warriors to get uh, get some money from the Blazers. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, good for him to get some money. His family needs it, I think. Um, he's, you know. <laughs> whoa. That'll be interesting. Will Gary Payton II make more money than his dad when, you know, Gary Payton was one of the best players to play in the game? And his son just isn't. He's a nice player. But the way NBA salaries are inflating, I. Yeah, he probably
1: made like $5 million, Gary Payton.
2: And this kid's going to make, you know, that $28 million in three years. So Uh, then Malik Monk leaving the Lakers to the Kings. I think he's underrated. Malik Monk was good for the Lakers, and I think they'll they'll miss him. Um, I'm surprised they didn't even make like an attempt. Uh, but the big moves were really the trades. So first off, uh, DeJounte Murray uh, going to the Hawks from the Spurs, adding another guard, another ball handler there to the Hawks. Um, I think it could work. I'd I like it, but I want to see it. I still don't think the Hawks are really a competitor, but let's see how that goes. Um, then Rudy Gobert going to the T-Wolves. Um, big, big deal in this trade. A lot of players, a lot of picks. Gobert has um, a new haircut. I don't know if you've seen. He's got some. Uh, he's got a little blonde top on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I have actually because I did watch the Laker uh, Laker Timberwolves game yeah. like last week. So um, I think I think, <laughs> I think that'll work for the regular season. I do want to see it in the playoffs. I think it's just no one cares what they do in the regular season with this team. Um, they did give up Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. So a couple of some, some role players there. Beverley uh, Beverly then ended up uh, on the Lakers, which is going to be very interesting.
1: Yeah, Pitbull, uh, come to the Lakers. And
2: then the other, the other big trade was Donovan Mitchell. So after all this happened, the Utah was left with kind of a bad team. And I think everyone knew Donovan Mitchell wanted out too. Um, he ended up getting traded to Cleveland. I think everyone thought the Knicks were going to be the favorite. But um, yeah, he went to Cleveland for a bunch of picks and some players coming back. Uh, the Utah team looks like a team that's going to tank. But um, I don't know. I was never super high on donovan mitchell he's good he could be fun he's 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 kind of like lillard but he's i think worse and he's maybe more westbrook than but not as good as prime westbrook either um, i don't love him but he's definitely good so let's see how that goes with that team that team is young and has other good pieces um, another offseason development miles bridges the probably the second best player in the charlotte hornets got arrested felony assault Um, he's still awaiting trial and hearings and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't seem like he's going to play. I think he was practicing or at least, you know, working out with guys on the team, which is a weird look. I don't know what's going to happen with this guy's career. What what
0: is more details on that? Like what happened? Felony assault sounds like a pretty big deal. He beat
2: his wife and there's pictures and it is like, I don't know how he's getting out of it. Like it's awful. Like she posted like the pictures and like, look, this is, this is what happened. And they they went and just like, oh, shit. And they rested him right away. It was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how Charlotte brings him back other than like their desperate. I don't franchise. think they're going to be able to
0: because in a situation like that, it's like it's it looks bad on you and the franchise if you bring him back.
2: He also was set to be a free agent and to get one of these big deals we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. He was probably going to get at least $100 million. He's been yeah, he had a good. very good season last year. Yeah, week. he just completely blew it. I don't know how you...
0: Yeah, those guys do. I mean, you look at the Raider guy. He's in jail for
2: Yeah, like never yeah. or for a while. I don't know how long. I don't even remember the guy. I thought you were that. referring to Don Vontae Adams at first. I was like, that was nothing. But no, the guy who actually killed the people.
0: Yeah, who was that? What was his name again?
2: Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and then the, and there's the draft. We'll see how that goes for some of these rookies. Palabanchero going to the the Magic. Chet Holmgren, out for the season. Very sad, uh, but I think we, Wonderful. we you guys, all saw
0: it coming. You guys were big on Chet Holmgren, weren't you? Or at least Dobby was. He's such an interesting-looking player, yeah.
1: Well, he needs to do the reverse of Zion Williamson. He needs to put some pounds on. Yeah, no, definitely. But I, I mean, he's the future of the NBA, a 7.5, 50-foot,
2: um, point guard he's already been replaced by the french guy yeah that kid is my <laughs> new hero i think he's seven foot nine and shoots threes it's just what's his game? name again what we- women Wembin- yama i think well, yeah. my buddy mentioned him the other yeah. day asked if i've seen this kid he's like clearly the number one pick because he is i think he is legit seven foot three or something and i think
1: he's seven four yeah he's a really good shooter right yeah it's and like, passer ball sense. handler all around like it's the future of the game. You're gonna have to be eight feet tall yeah, to they play just, in the like, NBA. The guy in Twelve up. years. Where is he at right now? France. Like he's in France. I think so. Jeez. They didn't bring him over already. I thought that was all preseason. He was coming over here, and they're just
0: like, "Well, he's well not on we- team." There's going to be big. Well, I mean, that's a cool thing about basketball. They brought him out here
2: for a showcase.
1: You yeah. can take, yeah, but, but France isn't a place. The second he gets, that's just like Luca was oh, playing a,
0: pro
2: Europe leagues when he was like twelve. Yeah, he was on Spain, right? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he on like Real Madrid or Barcelona? Yeah, he's playing. So that's they allow like kids to play in their pro leagues. So that's probably what he's doing. He's not. He's not going to go play at the University no. of Arizona. The soccer know. takes them at a young age in the academy and oh, stuff. Yeah. Like
0: Messi was on the Barcelona academy at like nine years old.
2: <laughs> Wait, how old is he? I think he's 17 or 18. or oh, He's, he's going to be in so the draft next, next year, year. He can come over. Yes. So, okay. He's going to be the number one guy. Everyone's going to tank for him. Um, third pick was Jabari Smith to the Rockets. They have some players like to see that. Uh, Keegan Murray to the Kings. People thought that was a bad decision to, to, to bypass Jaden Ivey. But Keegan Murray, I think, is like second favorite to win Rookie of the Year now. He had a really good summer league and a good preseason. Just a guy who could do a lot of different things on the court. So... I got Jaden Ivey, and then went fit to the Pistons, and Benedict Matherin going to the Pacers. He's also got some uh, rookie of the year buzz because the Pacers are going to be bad, and he might get some opportunities there. Maybe, you know, be like a 15 point a game guy right away. And, you know, people like that. People like points. Um, but yeah, none of these rookies are playing today, it looks like. Yeah. Which makes sense that the, the top teams are probably not going to have big rookies on their team. Um, yeah, so that's the little offseason in review uh now we could do our over unders so fire it up um, we're starting with the two teams playing that's just not how it well just how it's set up not intentional but uh first up the boston celtics they won 51 games last year and their over under is 53 and a half, also
0: so. really quick for what
2: it's worth that game is at halftime and it's tied anyway okay. so we're yeah perfectly set so 53 and a half, which is the highest <laughs> in the league um, it probably would be a little bit higher if Ime Udoka was still the coach, but um, still, this is projected to be the top team at least in the regular season. So
1: now, if we're talking televised games for the Celtics, I'm <laughs> going to go over <laughs>
2: over 53 and a half. Um, I mean, actually,
0: that's not wrong because it's yeah. in Boston.
2: <laughs> I think we you know. That. I know,
0: I know what Sean meant. TNT, but games. no, it
2: is wins. TNT. So that is uh, 54 wins and we're going to go. Are over. we starting with me? You are in the left column, so you could start, but we, so we should probably just, rotate. Yeah we'll,
0: yeah, we'll rotate, but I, I guess I'll lead it off. Huh. 53 and a half wins. How many games are there in a season again in basketball? Like 82? 82.
2: You know it's what? not that great yeah. of a record, but it that's is. What, that's why I was shocked to see 53 the being the over really collapse because that, they know some teams will. That's
0: lose. what I was going to say because there's more. There's not really that. That's what I like about the season in the NBA. Is for the first time, I feel like in a while, there's no like actual dominant standout yeah. team. It seems like there's a 4-5
2: Potential teams on each conference, but... And remember, the Heat were the one seed with 53 wins last year. Okay. So the East was really condensed.
0: Well, I'll start off, I'll say... Uh, I'll say over for the Celtics. I think they'll come out, they'll have a good season for their coach. Uh, and they'll they'll play with a chip on their shoulder all year.
1: Yeah, I'm going over. There's got to be a reason they're on TV every night of the week, even when they're not playing.
2: So, <laughs> as I'm saying this, maybe I'm cheating. I, I'd like to see if this has changed since... Today, Uh, the Celtics announced today, or at least a reporter announced today, that um, Robert Williams is maybe going to miss more time than they thought. Like it's like he played on a uh, a bad knee last uh, during the finals because they're like we're in the finals, we got to see if we can win this, Um, and it probably hurt him. So um, I'm going to go on. You have insider trading there. Do so. This might have dropped, but probably not that much because it's still. We knew Williams was not going to play like the first couple months of the season, anyway. And I don't
0: think—I mean, I know Williams was good, but it's not like it was Tatum or Brown that's out. No,
2: but he is important to their defense. But, so, I know, but what I'm saying and, is, like, and their backup right now is Blake Griffin. So, okay, just, well then that's a different
0: story. Yeah, I'll, I'll take under 35 and a half were wins. Are you then.
2: into any of those uh, Blake Griffin? Maybe uh, had a kid with that porn star. Did you look in, into that what, story what at all? Porn star. Oh, shit. I don't remember, but I think she's retired. They all retire like really quick. Well, they right? have to. Yeah. Just I mean, he's got to retire at some point. Yeah, I'm going to try
0: to look it up. Uh, meanwhile, then I will move on with our next pick. All right, Dobby, the next one we got is your Philadelphia 76ers. Last season, they had 51 wins. This year, their over-under is fifty and a half. and a half. What do you say? Going under. All right, Dobby's going under for the Philadelphia Sixers.
1: Mostly just because I'm sick of this team. They I will, bug me more than the Celtics do with how they're always on TV.
0: Yeah, I will go over on the Sixers only because... I don't know. I think they still have a good team. And I mean, the East might have some good, you know, four or five good teams at the top, but the bottom of the East, I still feel like is nothing amazing. So I'll just, I'll go over for the, for the Philadelphia 76ers. And Andy, what, what say you really quick?
2: I'm going to go, um, you said over, right?
1: Yeah. John Sean said under,
2: I'm going to say under too, because I think we're all rooting against them. Okay. So, yep. There. fair. Yeah. I mean, like in beat at this point, Doc Rivers. Yeah. You've had
1: several years to get it together. You didn't. Let's move on. They signed Harold. Um, you have a cracked Liberty Bell. Good for you. There you go.
0: Oh, I've heard of her.
2: So, uh, Lana Rhodes is the uh, the porn star. They got this picture of her with her baby. Um, she's white. The baby has has darker skin. Um, but not curly like too, hair.
0: But not too dark of skin. So...
2: Are, We're gonna, I'm gonna need a DNA test. Who are the nominees? They, uh, ben Simmons and Kevin Durant, because she okay, confirmed so she confirmed good. it was someone who was on the Brooklyn Nets last year. Oh, so, so those it's between those three. So she just banged the whole team, pretty much. Well, no, no, but she confirmed that it was someone on the Nets. Oh,
0: so people haven't said which player she slept with. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's definitely between Simmons and Griffin. I'm sorry, Durant, but she's not nearly white enough. No, that baby's got like both their like hair. Anyway, I mean, Kevin Durant
2: doesn't have hair. yeah that's...
0: Ben Simmons though I mean he he was off he was he off around, for a while
2: yeah. <laughs> but his back was hurt how was he able to fuck? Uh, <laughs> she could have gone on top of him Ben Simmons is a dnP when it comes to that you know. did not porn <laughs> all right let's move on <laughs> Toronto um, Raptors 48 uh last year uh over under is 45 and a half. Um, let's do have you just go first on this division All right, we'll rotate divisions, right? I will.
0: I will go under just because I've I've honestly never been high on the Raptors, even when they won the championship. So I'll just go under.
1: I agree. Canada is lost. They're <laughs> still like in covid. No,
2: I don't know if covid means anything in this anymore, but I'm going to go over because the team seems to win for some reason. They're always better than you think. Um, probably just a good coach. That's that's probably it. Um, Well, we just talked about them, Brooklyn Nets, and they won 44 last year. The over-under is 50 and a half because they still have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. They didn't want to be there, but they're still there. Um, And Ben Simmons could play minutes. I don't know how many minutes, but more than one, let's hope. Okay, I'm going to go
0: over with the Nets because they were very banged up last year and still managed 44 wins. And I feel like Durant and Irving, they stayed. I know they like talked it out with the coaches and or, and stuff and whatnot. And something must have been said for to make them both stay. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I could see this. I could see this going two ways. I could see the Nets having a great season and winning about sixty games. I could also see the Nets imploding about mid December, early December, and it being an absolute catastrophe over there and then nash being gone by like february what say you dobby
1: i'm going over this is their last chance before they're going to break up the big banks here um they were they should be healthy this year and maybe that australian kid is going to not be a manby pamby Um, also i think new york is going to let Kyrie play um being unvaxxed so
0: oh yeah that was another now or never get to play in brooklyn last year what, uh, and Andy, did you, you said I, I went
2: over too. I think, I think you guys have good reasons there. All right. Nothing more to add. Uh, New York Knicks, 37 wins over under this year is 38 and a half.
0: You know what? I, I'm going to go over just because I have hope that the Knicks can finally do something. I mean, they've, I know they're awful. I mean, and they got, but they, they play gritty and I a thirty nine forty one season I think is possible. And so I'll just stick with that. I don't have much more to say about them.
1: I'm going under. They need to bring uh, Patrick Ewing back and Latrell Spreewell uh, to be the coaches, and uh, things will turn around for them.
2: Yeah, under for me. I don't know. I don't love this team. I think they're I don't think they had a first round pick. I think they traded out of it. So they did bring in Brunson, though. I don't know. Uh, next division, which I guess I'll go first on this division, um, the Central, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, fifty one wins last year. Over under fifty two and a half. Uh, this is going to be hard for me. I think I'll go under. I think this is still maybe the best team in the East, but maybe their regular season won't be that great. Um, they're they're the type of team that can get a four seed and still win the finals. So
1: I agree, under. I think uh, uh, it's a hard one for uh, Giannis to pull off, but he's going to save it for uh, playoffs.
0: Under for me as well. I uh, was already thinking that before where I was like, they kind of looked like they took a little bit of a downfall last season and then, They've just depend on Giannis too much. I mean, I'm not saying he's not having a terrific year again, but I just, I think something's got to give eventually, and I think they, uh, you know, they, they just will have a slower season this year. Maybe I think, but I think it'll be close. I think this is gonna be one of those ones where they win like 51 or 52.
2: Our next team here is the Chicago Bulls. 41 or 46 wins last year. 41 and a half is their opener this year. Um, I'm going under because there's some bad energy. I, I was going
0: to say, what was the, what's the reason for that drop? That's a big drop. That's a five-win drop. And I mean, they were they, supposed to be good. They were last really year.
2: good last year. Then they fell apart at the end of the year. Uh, DeRozan was incredible, if you remember. They that still have DeRozan stretch. right and Levine, yeah. but DeRozan played his, his best year, and he was like 31, which is not supposed to. I get that he's happen. getting older. That's at least my reasoning. Uh, Lonzo Ball is also oh, he's, probably not going to play ever again. Really? Um, is that what they're saying? N- no, but he's very he keeps getting hurt, and they just can't figure out how to get him healthy. Um, and then Caruso served, too. That's
0: right. They had Vucevic, who I like. But you know what? Looking at their roster, I think that's fair, because this is a thing where they could win 40 games and make the playoffs. So I'll go under with them as well.
1: I agree, Hunter. There's a uh, Michael Jordan curse on the Bulls.
2: Uh, next team here, the Cleveland Cavaliers. 44 wins last year. Over under this year is now 47 and a half. I'm going to go over. Ooh. I, I think they're hungry. I think this is this could be the team that gets a three seed and then loses to the six seed. That's probably my prediction for them this year. And then maybe the year after that is when they'll figure out how to be a like competitor. But that's my take.
0: You know what? Looking at them, looking at their roster, you know what? I'll go over as well because I think Mitchell is not a bad player. And then Darius Garland had a good year last year. But you know who I really like that they have on this team now is Chris Levert. Chris Levert had some good games when he was on the Brooklyn Nets, especially when Brooklyn had like all their stars out like a couple years ago. And it was like during the, like he just took over games when people thought they were all lost and they got a couple good little side guys, you know, you got Kevin love Ricky Rubio. Hey, veterans that can help Minnesota out a connection. That CD Osmond guy randomly is good. So
1: yeah, I'm going to go over Dobby. I agree. I think Kevin Love just got married. I think that's going to be good for his uh, mental health. And We're seeing uh, what it's doing to Tom Brady's mental health. Yeah, well, he's been married. No, no, I'm uh, saying
0: because he, he's divorced. So this is the opposite.
1: That's what I Yeah, that's what I... Okay, very good. So I'm agreeing uh, with you. So I, I think... Yeah, I think over, but not by much.
2: All right. One more... T- or t- no, two more teams in the... Uh, okay. <laughs> two more teams in the Central Division. The Pacers... Wow, this
0: gets exciting.
2: 25 <laughs> wins last year, 23 and a half over under. Uh, God, that's so low. I don't know why I'm going over only because it's low. And it is, it is I, it, the Pacers aren't good. they probably have a good chance for the number one pick, but
0: yeah, this they don't uh, seem like a
2: tanking type. Like Larry bird will like throw a beer at someone or something. If they do it, I don't know. Th-
0: this lineup looks just exhausting to look at. I mean, 23 and a half is so low. I mean, it's like, are they really that bad that they're going to win 18 games this year or something? It's not
2: even the lowest.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go over on the Pacers also because, yeah, it's a bad team, but it's a team that I think can still stomach 24 games. I mean, there's going to be games out there where, you know, the teams are kind of like coming off of like a bad scheduling situation. I mean, it's I just don't see this team winning under 20 games. I mean, I really can't see them losing like 65 games.
1: Yeah, you're going to have a lot of load management games where like LeBron... His son is playing like th- it's that far off. Like the actual team's not even playing. They're gonna squeak by and get a uh, you know a couple over that.
2: All right, now the the last of the Central Detroit Pistons, twenty three wins last year, twenty nine and a half is their over under, and um let me go under. Well, independent <laughs> <you> go. Uh, <laughs> under because i don't trust teams that are this young to like really figure it out right away so
0: it's it's funny you you bring the young part up because what i was what i was going to lead with was that i was going to i'm going to go over only because i thought i think it looks like a fun exciting college all-star team all america uh, all mcdonald american game whatever they call it the mcdonald's all-american game that's what this looks like to me and there there's some good young talent on this team. I'm hoping I'm going to see if Cade Cunningham sophomore year makes that big leap to the guy we thought he could be. And I've heard good things about uh Jaden Ivy. I think people are pretty big on him and then, you know, that's, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It could be fun.
1: I'm going under just seems like it's Detroit.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's also a good reason. That is a good reason. Actually, maybe the best of all of them. Uh, Tony want to host the Atlantic division or Southwest division.
0: I will. I was about to say <laughs> for Dobby, but I forgot he's not looking at the screen we're looking at. So uh,
1: Yeah, I can't see what you guys are looking at.
0: Um, the Miami Heat, 53 wins last season, over under forty-eight and a half this season. I'm going to go under. Oh,
2: you're oh, you jumping the gun. That's, am this I? Was, this was Sean's to go first. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Sean, I'll let you go first on the next one then. I'm going under, <laughs> though, because I just... I don't know. I don't, I, I was shocked last year that they did so well. And I'm, I just, this cause the thing with the Miami heat is they have those random games where they score like 70 points through like three and a half quarters. And they end up with like 77 points and you're just like, what is going on? And so I, I'm going under East is getting better.
1: I'm going over. I think Tyler hero got paid. He's a little bit more uh, mature now. And, uh, I think he's going to be hungry. I I love a shooter, and uh, he's one of my favorites to watch out there, the way he runs off of a pick. You don't have a lot of people that work that way on a pick. You have a lot of curries, which are very smart, but a little different style. This is more like Reddick days, which I like, so I'm going over for that reason.
2: I'm going over too. Just believe in Pat Riley. I think it's yeah. the truth.
0: All righty, Sean, for the next one, we'll let you go first on this one. We have another beautiful city, the Atlanta Hawks. 43 wins last season. Their are over-unders at 45 and a half this season. What you say?
1: I say under. Um, everyone likes Trey Young. I like Trey Young. He's a fun shooter, but everyone hates his nutmegging. And uh, yeah, they're never on TV, so I've never seen them play. Uh, <laughs> you just see like, oh, watch him nutmeg a guy. I think that's the phrase. It's like, <laughs> God damn it. It's fun. But for that reason, they're never on TV. I'm going under.
2: I got under on this one too. Um, hopefully, it surprised me though. Yeah, It could be good.
0: Three unders for the whole squad on this one. I'm looking at their their roster, and it's it just doesn't impress me. They've lost guys that I've, a couple guys that I've liked, some shooters yeah, and Kevin stuff. Herder's
2: gone. Yeah, Herder's gone. Do?
0: Gallinari's gone. Sweet Lou looks like he's gone
2: to a better place.
0: Yeah, retirement. Yeah, it it just seems like outside of Trey Young, the help. I mean. It just doesn't seem like there's much. It's too young of guys and whatnot, and I just, yeah. They somehow got the Holiday Brothers, though, huh? Justin and Aaron Holiday? Oh, I like that. Drew's the best one.
2: Or is he? Yes, (laughs) by far. Yeah, I know. Whoa. Um,
0: All right. Only one of
2: them has played for the Olympic.
0: For the the next one, we have the Charlotte Hornets. 43 wins last year. 35 and a half is their total this year. I imagine a lot of that has to do with the absence of, of Bridges. I think it's probably a big thing with that mixed with the
1: fact that they don't believe in defense.
2: LaMelo hurt to start the season as well. So. Yeah. I'm going under
1: for that reason. I think half of their team just got arrested. And I <laughs> yeah. think uh, LaMelo rolled his ankle or yeah. some sort of ankle injury. I'm, and uh, that's just not a good start uh, in yeah. my book.
2: That's, I'm going under as well. you would be riddled with the air. Cut in
0: front of you, Andy, but I think it's, I think we're all big on
1: the under in this one. Yeah, it's not this a good is, team. Um,
2: possibly a worst team in the league. Like they could might shut it down. You know, Michael Jordan is pissed he's gonna have a giant glass of scotch and just come out on the court you know all right he's gonna
1: come out with a cigar in his mouth like the babe for the
0: next one we've got the washington wizards last (laughs) year 35 wins this year they're over under 35 and a half so it's right there so what
1: do you think sean going under again this is in a place that doesn't watch basketball no one cares up there so no down
2: i disagree with that assessment i think a lot of like FBI agents and stuff like basketball. I don't know.
1: It's not just
2: a city of FBI people. People that um, work at think tanks that study history, and they love basketball.
1: What Um, show are you referring to?
2: I'm not referring to a show. Just government people. People that get all that government money, like FBI agents, and then government organizations that aren't in the government. You know that kind of shit? Jason Bourne? Like... All the people that are in, they're in politics, but they don't work for the government. And just like, what, did, how do they make money? It just, they're there. They just exist. There's a whole industry of it.
1: All right. Well, I'm still Lobbyists, you know. Oh, yeah. The big lobby money. Yeah. They they probably just entertain clients, take them to games. They're not watching.
0: I'm, I'm going to go over with this one myself because I, I like a couple of the young guys they have on their team. I like Rui Hichimiari or whatever his name is. And then Kuzma's an absolute. This trash, but Porzingis, I think you know. I, I watched a couple preseason games. Porzingis looked pretty good, and Bradley Beal still trying to make his case to, at the very least, win uh, the scoring title. I think
2: they have a good international team here. Porzingis, they've got uh, the Israeli guy, uh, Avdia. Um, yeah, then, yeah, Hachimura from Japan.
0: I mean, yeah, they, they got, got some other ones. Decent right? guys. Monte Morris is there. They've got Will Barton, a couple of these guys that can come off the bench, you know, like Detlon Wright, Daniel Gafford, Corey Kispert.
2: I think De- Kispert might be Canadian, or is that decent, just
0: a decent little team there?
2: A lot of Gonzaga guys are Canadian, but yeah. maybe he's not. I don't know.
0: So for the next one, Sean, we've got the Orlando Magic. 22 wins last season, over under okay. 26.5 this season. What are your thoughts?
1: I'm saying under. I don't think I can name a single person on their team. Uh, Turga glue. That was the well, last guy. I know there's an do. easy
0: one for you to remember. His name's bull bull. <laughs> oh, he's on the team. Yeah. And then they got the number one pick Pablo brand Banchero. And then a couple other good young guys, but
2: they got the uh, German um, Wagner
0: Franz Wagner, Wagner, Wagner. And then they got Suggs and Cole, Anthony Markel Fultz somehow still playing. I'm going to go under some- though. Also I,
2: this team, I don't know.
0: It doesn't seem very
2: promising to me. Over, I believe, in Disney and all related properties. So,
1: I think there's always a problem with them owning sports teams. They don't I own it, it,
2: actually. They're just there, you know. Whatever. Tiger Woods, you know, Orlando's a big place. That's all I got to he, say. He's there. Yeah. He he's, doesn't play for
1: the team, but he lives there. He's a global man. He has a house in every corner of this st- country and beyond. All righty. The next one.
0: How the mighty have fallen. And they weren't that mighty, but they were mighty enough. Utah Jazz, 49 wins last season. Over under this season, 24 and a half. Oh, my
2: God. I believe this is your division to
0: So you want me to go first? Yeah, take it. I'm going under. That, they let everybody go. They'll probably lose Conley at some point this year to either injury or he's just going to go home or not come back. Retirement, Yeah. <laughs> And then it's just an awful roster. And then you got Jordan Clarkson who already liked taking 45 shots a game. So now he's going to probably up it to like 65 shots a game. So the jazz are fucked. I mean, there's no way to put that. I mean, there, which honestly, deep down, I love because Utah fans, for whatever reason, I just don't like them, especially Utah jazz basketball fans, especially playoffs. They're yeah, just, just sent that pizza. to Jordan, Jordan, right? Right? Jordan wild. Westbrook. Don't like them. Yeah, no, I really don't like them. So anyway, that's my pick under for the jazz.
2: Yeah, I went. Going, uh, oh, you can go. Go ahead, Andy. Uh, all right, I'm going under as well. I think the team's trying to lose. You know what would be fun? You bring up Mike Conley. The Jazz should sign Greg Oden. See what he's doing. <laughs> Put him out there. It'd be Ooh. fun. You know, get him back together, the old high school and college teammates. You know, that'd be that'd be cool. Who
0: was Conley and Oden? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember where Oden went anymore. It was so long. Ohio State. Oh fuck, I should know that, dude. God damn it. I said that the other day too. I was lost like, to
2: Al Horford in the final.
0: I'm an Ohio State fan too, and I forgot I said that too the other day. I was like, Hey, where'd Ezekiel Elliott go again? And someone's like, oh, Ohio State? I'm like, God damn, dude. How am I forgetting this stuff? But anyway, Sean, what say you? I'm
1: going under. I yeah. think they need to bring in Stockton, Ulster Tag, the good old boys and uh have him coach the team because they had something in the water back then.
2: I don't think that even the CIA could find Greg Ostertag right now. I have <laughs> no idea where he is. He might be fighting in Russia <laughs> yeah. or in Ukraine. Yeah, he's actually fighting in Russia for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like, Greg, it's spot. actually in a different country. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. And I don't think any players like that you can't buy alcohol there in normal containers and all that kind of shit. They have those the weird. players alcohols. don't like that. <laughs>
2: it's
1: got to be annoying. All right,
0: Sean. Even though it's here's the next one (laughs) the Denver Nuggets 48 wins last season, over under 49 and a half for this season. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over. They got Murray coming back. Jokic is gonna try to do what hasn't been done in a while, in a long time, which is win MVP for a third straight season. I think they were, I forget who they were saying the last time that happened was with, but it happened like in the 70s or 80s or something. Bird. I think Bird might have been the one actually, but. Anyway, I'm going with that. I think this Nuggets team is going to be one of those dark horses that not dark horses, but like team that's not being talked about enough that's going to quietly end up in the Western Conference Finals this year. That's how bold I'm going.
1: I agree with the over uh statement. I think they're healthy okay. and uh yeah, it's one of those things where they've been around for a while but really haven't done uh, like hit their potential, I suppose, so I'm going over.
2: Uh underrated signing uh KCP for them. Yeah, I just saw that. Caldwell Pope.
0: And I think Michael Porter Jr., if he makes that leap that we think he can make, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season if he, if he can do that. So
2: that was over for me as well.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, the next one, Minnesota Timberwolves. 46 wins last season, 48 and a half is their over under this season. I'm going over. I'm actually like really high on this team. I've watched a couple of their preseason games, and I, I really just like them. I like that they have Towns. I like, uh, you know, go bear down low to be able to play that defense. Anthony Edwards, I think keeps getting better. D'Angelo Russell can, when he seems like he's on a pretty solid team, D'Angelo Russell does well. And I think Kyle Anderson's a solid signing because he's actually a solid mid range shooter. He's a very good free throw shooter. He's, he can score. And then they've got just, you know, a few other guys that come off the bench that can do some stuff, you know, little signings that can come, you know, make the, team do pretty well i mean i like nas reed he had a very good preseason game against the lakers and i think he's honestly he's kind of like how montrez harrell was he's like a mini montrez harrell like he's ready to be that fierce down low and he can actually shoot pretty well so i'm actually i'm pretty big on the timberwolves this year i think they're going to be a lot better than people think what about you guys
1: i'll say over yeah i think uh the plague hit towns whole family and I think he's going to rise yeah, from the ashes on that. That
2: was a bummer. He did lose his mother during all that stuff. So it's three, three in a row for us here. Three, Ooh, three agreements, three agreements
0: yeah. in a row. All right. We'll see if we make yeah. it a fourth. The Portland Trailblazers, 29 wins last season. They're over unders at 39 and a half this season. I honestly, uh, this is a tough one because it's like, obviously my heart. I love Damian Lillard. And I was so confused last year while they were just, I mean, I know they had some injuries and stuff, but you know, I'm, I'm going to go under, I think they, I mean, I just look at their team. I know they got some decent, you know, help, but it's going to have to be too dependent on, on the Lillard. And my biggest thing too, is the West is getting deeper. I mean, like I just mentioned the Timberwolves are a team that have been bad in the past that are going to get better this year, I think. And, there's there's too many good teams in the west and so i think the blazers are going to rely too much on damian lillard and i think at some point in the season it's going to have to give and lillard was has always been very good but you know he did a a little robin next to him with cj McCollum, and i think you know this is going to be the first full season without McCollum, and i think it's it's going to play a toll on him so i'm going to go under
1: i agree i think the time has come and gone for uh this team's moment and uh I think it's time to make some changes, uh, whether it's acquiring new people
2: or letting Lillard go. Should I make it four in a row here? I mean, you got to go with what I, you believe. I think I have to because I think I've never been a Portland guy. But yeah,
0: that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say if this was an East Coast team, I think Andy would have been different. But because it's Portland,
2: yeah, it's played the bonus. Clippers a
0: few times here and there.
2: Bad blood there. Yeah, and I heard on the news that Portland doesn't even exist anymore as a city. You know, Ooh, that's gonna have any face. That's breaking
1: news. <laughs> There's severe turmoil
2: in that city. I think it's just going to be a, a riot at in the middle of the game. Gary Payton. It's uh, actually
1: the Autonomous Zone Blazers. Yeah. All righty.
0: And then I believe this is the last one in this division. The Oklahoma City Thunder, 24 wins last season, right at 23 and a half this season. So Vegas obviously sees no improvement or disimprovement. Just basically says that's their number. I'm going to go under because of the fact that the West is so difficult and no Chet Holmgren. That hurts them. Yeah, that hurts them. So I'm going. I'm going under.
1: Same. They were
0: destroyed by that. They were destroyed by that. Andy, what say you? I'm going over.
2: Ooh, breaking it up here. Um, yeah, that sucks. But they're gonna have Shay back, and Ooh, yeah, Shea's oh, su- Sweet Canadian boy. Yeah, there is a lot <laughs> of uh, Dort's
0: good too. I mean, he got his he got his money.
2: Also, Canadian boy, I believe. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of criticism of this franchise right now that they've just actually been bad for like so many years actually it's only been like three but they really went hard on the tanking I think they're gonna actually try a little bit that's that's my take but it's not hard to get over 23 and a half um so we're almost done here we got two more divisions I'm, I'm gonna take back here yeah, the take, take the hosting here one. uh with the team I think it's gonna be this is an interesting one here uh Phoenix suns 64 wins most in the league oh. last year the rover under dropped all the way to 52 and a half. And I believe it's my turn to go uh, first. I'm going, I'm going over. I still believe in this talent. I think at the end, it could still fall apart, but I think it could still win 56. No problem.
0: I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit, I'll go with the over as well. I, I do still believe Chris Paul. I mean, he's still looking for that first ring and he's still got Devin Booker. Aiden is back. I mean, I think he's,
2: Oh, I didn't even mention it, but, Jay Crowder wants to be traded, so he's one of our least favorite players. I think collectively, right? He's annoying. I know Sean hates him.
0: You know, I don't. I don't know if I've ever really hated Jay Crowder. I'm very. I think it depends because it would depend if like I was had a bet that was against him or on him type thing. Because I know I've bet on like Jay Crowder like three point props before in like the playoffs where it's like over one and a half or something like that or. Jay Crowder's interesting. He's one of those guys that I think if he was on the Lakers shooting threes, giving some attitude, I'd enjoy it. But, like, if he was going against my favorite team, I wouldn't like it. And he always seems to be on one of those, like, pesky, like, East Coast teams. Like,
2: yeah.
0: the Sixers and the Heat and the Nets and
2: stuff like that. So, I think, like, that's why. So – Denver. The, the Suns announced that he's going to be a bench player to start the season because Cam Johnson they like and they're going to start him instead. I got
0: Damian Lee too. I like Cameron Payne. He
2: basically threw a fit and said, trade me then. And it's like, dude, you're not that good. You are like a bench type player. He should
0: like, like to come off the bench. That's what yeah. he was known for. Is like He's like a six
2: man guy. So I don't know how that's going to resolve itself but that's just a little extra information for you. Yeah.
1: He's got an ego, which is why I'm not a fan. It doesn't help that he's on the Suns. I, I just, there's nothing about that team I've ever liked. I'll also say under because I just, I, I
2: can never like the suns just to remind everyone. We were both over on there and Sean was under. so We're going against you on this one. Uh, the next team here, the defending champions going and say warriors 53 wins last year, 51 and a half over under. So that's interesting for a defending champ. Um, I, as a hater, I just have to go under, right? Um, I'm, hoping that the Draymond thing unravels the entire team and everything bad happens to them because I have to hate the Warriors, but um, so I'll have to stay with under.
0: I'm going over. Okay, Sean's going over. I'm going to go under. I'm just... uh, I didn't believe in them last year when they won it, and so I don't believe in them again. I think you don't... Especially in basketball, and especially basketball in recent history, it's very rare you see a team that won it last year. And then all of a sudden they're over under is smaller than the wins they had the year before. So, I mean, I think that's even Vegas in a way telling something that they don't really believe too highly in this Warriors team. And granted, anything could happen, but you know, I just, I, and who knows? I mean, I don't know how much the green and pool stuff is going to be a- affecting because, you know, I heard Richard Jefferson say, he's like, Oh no, like they can bounce back from that. Like how him and Kenyon Martin didn't get along when they were on that Nets team together. And they had some incidences and, they pulled through it and stuff. So someone's got to be the bigger man there and be it. But it, it's one of those things where there might be forgive, but you're never going to forget. I mean, that was, you know, I mean, in a way it was kind of a, what do you call it? Like a cold punch. What do you call it when it's sucker like punch sucker punch? Yeah. Thank you. Also a cold punch. Yeah. But I mean, well, and I, I get it. it. I mean, they were talking trash, but you see the video, Jordan pool, didn't expect it to get to that point. And, you know, but also, okay, here's, I'm just going to touch on it really quick. Cause I did watch the video for the first time, like a couple days ago. Is it just me or did it seem like after that happened, it didn't seem like too many people like rushed over there to like, it seemed like everybody just kind of still sat there and watched. It's like, bro, this guy just threw a full on punch connected and everybody still seemed like they were kind of just like there. So that, that was kind of odd to me that people didn't like, rush over immediately and like break it up. I mean, I know well, it did get, but
1: probably tells you that, you know, fights aren't that uncommon. Exactly. Obviously, I don't not think to they that are. magnitude.
0: And that's a good point also, because I know the whole thing with the Warriors was they they were trying to figure out who even filmed that and how that even got leaked. But you do make a good point there, because I think the practices, they're closed practices for a reason. You know, there's no reporters there and stuff. And what goes on in those practices, I'm sure, really does stay with the players, because it probably is more common than you think. Yeah. So that's a good point, though. Anyway.
2: All right. Clippers, 42 wins last year, 52 and a half this year. Um, they're getting two all-stars added to the team. So that helps. Uh, I have to go over on my team here. I, think they're, I think they're the best team. Just are they going to be the Kawhi. healthiest team? That's so what about you guys? I'm going over. I, th- I, think it's been a I
0: think George and Kawhi Leonard, they've had well rest. They're well rested. And I think John Wall is going to vibe with them. I really do. John Wall, I don't think he's like a Westbrook where he's going to come in here and take stupid shots and try to take over. I think John Wall is going to actually be a good facilitator. I think the only thing that's going to get in John Wall's way is the
1: club life of L.A. He should move in with Kawhi. Yeah. yeah.
2: So what do you say, John?
1: He should move in with Kawhi. John, I'm saying, saying over, over. Also, <laughs> okay. I'm very excited. I love the Clippers. Uh, I I I know Balmer will just lose his mind. He might buy like he'll paint the streets of uh, Inglewood Burgundy's gold. blood. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He
2: uh he announced the uh, you can. Watch the Clippers games for $200 a year. You can buy a pass to watch the games, and um, he'll include sometimes he'll have his own commentary during the middle of the games, which is like...
1: How is that a deal? Can't you get League Pass and watch every game for pass, less than that? League Pass, just,
2: you're blocked out from local teams. You
1: just have Fox Sports West. Oh. But aren't the Clippers nice and give you the local games versus the fucking dumbass Lakers, no, which still, I know they do it now, but
2: it's still annoying. The Clippers are going to have, like, 12 games on Channel 5, which is kind of cool.
1: But, I have yeah, channel the, 5.
2: The other games are on Bally Sports or whatever. So, you still have to pay for cable. Oh, so
1: now they can't be watched on TV. No,
2: they're they're on you'll get them on your package, but you have to have some sort of TV package to watch those channels.
1: Oh, so this is for like the one-off like Hobo living in one of his little
2: I like, don't think the hobos are watching. Well, who who can't watch it then? I'm confused. I w- I don't have a cable package. I could get this. I'm not going to pay 200 bucks for this, but yeah, I it could Yeah, it's pricey. Yeah. But you get to have like his commentary at some points and it also like Paul Pierce or something. It's like, all right, cool."
1: I just imagine there's a lot of Oh! Just clapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Waving a newspaper around. <clears throat> All
0: right, we got moving on to the other LA team, the LA Lakers. Thirty-three wins last season. Oh Over/under for this season, forty-five and a half. Sorry, I know that was supposed to be your it's,
2: it's, talking it's point, fine. but you go first. I, ha- I have to go under because it's, it's such a big league. But I understand it's Anthony Davis that's it, to be part of it, but like LeBron's gonna be older. I, I don't know.
1: Is it true uh, this is his last year, or did was yeah. I, I read? No, the he, got, he just headlines. got an extension. He
0: signed like a one-year extension for like a okay, bajillion yeah. dollars.
1: I hate the internet. I'm going over. I'm going
0: um, to go over also, just because I, I do
1: worry that Anthony Davis is—he's uh, like a Mister Glass from uh, the M Night Shyamalan movie, and uh, that worries me. But if you put him in a, you know, uh, cryo uh, tank or something after each game, he'd be in good shape.
2: I think they have the resources to do that. So yeah on uh, his
1: shot is so smooth it's like you're going to church when you watch him shoot
2: i love it all right well you'll get to see him in an hour um how many minutes will he play good question four. Uh, next team the sacramento kings 30 wins last year 33 and a half over under i'm gonna go over on this uh young kings team and see what they do i mean they got it they got us a bonus that's always yep. cool um and they got the number four picking the draft so who is which is who Keegan Murray. Uh, Keegan Murray. I'm going and over. Herder.
0: I'm going over. <laughs> I'm going over on them also because I actually do like this Sacramento Kings team. I think 33 and a half is kind of disrespectful. I think this team could push 40. And I think it's because Whoa. you've got Sabonis is a big part of it. Sabonis is a good. And I think the thing that obviously factors in is, of course, the West is very difficult. And I don't know how good the Kings defense is, but the Kings are exciting. So 40 might be a little bit of a stretch, but I could see them winning 30. They're going to win more than 30 games. So I think if you're going to win over 30, why not win 34?
1: Yeah, there you go. Here, here. I'm saying over as well. I like Sabonis. Uh, I'm excited to see him come to a team that, I mean, Indiana was a good team, but they haven't been in a while. Same goes for the Kings, and so one of them was bound to change. And Vlade Divac's there, or was.
2: I mean, he's probably fighting in some sort of war right now.
1: Yeah, he is definitely fighting against Ulster Tag.
2: Um, last division here, and I think it's just Sean's to go first. The what is this one called? The South something? I don't even know. Southwest. Southwest. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, fifty-six wins last year. Uh, over under down to forty-eight and a half.
0: They think they're
1: going to come back to reality. What do you think, Sean? Oh man, I want to say over. This is Jaws' team, but he got traded, right?
2: Nope. Whoa! No, no, absolutely not. Think you're thinking of Mitchell, similar type. He's still there.
1: Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna go over. Um, I I think you went with me to a Clipper game. We got to see him play, or maybe I just watched it. Uh, went to a Clipper game, and so it was fun going over.
2: I'm going over as well. I think it's a big drop off uh, there, so I think it's Memphis was definitely not the second best team in the West, but that was a record. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go over also just because I agree with that. It's just that it was too big of a drop. Like I I mean, I agree, like you can't make their over under like in the mid fifties like they got last year, but I think they're still capable of winning fifty games. I mean, John Morant's cause John Morant, in my opinion, is going for MVP this season. I think he's gonna make that leap. He was close last year, I think, and then you know, you had Jokic win his third in a row, and it's just one of those things where I think that's going to be his goal. And if he wins MVP this year, it's going to be because the Thunder, I mean the Grizzlies win over 50 games. So I'll go over as well.
2: Uh next team, Dallas Mavericks, 52 wins last year. Over under is 48.5. Mm, I'll
1: go over. Uh I I love Doncic, so I'm going over.
2: I'm going under because i don't love him but i
1: know you, you have beef. you have beef with yeah him. of course
2: i do but i i have beef with like a lot of players on their team like um maxi Kleber, just don't like him you know german guy um uh, but yeah going under
0: i'm gonna go under also i don't think he's got enough i mean he's got some help but i don't think enough help and i think the absence of Jalen brunson might actually be a little something i know dinwiddie's good i like that but I think uh, I think teams, you know, this is going to be Doncic's, What, like fourth year in the league, third or fourth year, something like that, fourth year, a senior year. So I mean, I think it's one of those things where teams know that to beat Dallas, you just got to kind of you got to shut down Doncic. And I think you know, I don't know if he's going to have enough help around him to make them be a fifty win. Definitely team. his
2: fifth year. Okay, I just did it in my head. All right, next team, New Orleans Pelicans, thirty six wins last year, but they did reach the playoffs through the dumbass play on game. Uh, forty-four and a half over under this year. So big, big jump. Uh, I don't know what to
1: to do here. I mean, is Zion gonna play? Yes. Is he gonna though? can Can consistently stay healthy? It does look like he lost some weight, and it's in his contract. For that reason, I'm saying over. And this might be our first year of watching him play an actual whole season.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with over too. Let's hope it happens.
1: I'm I'm going over as well because I think
0: Zion's going to help them out. I love CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram solid. And the big one I like though is Valanciunas Valanchunas is he's a great center down low. And I, I think this Pelicans team is ready to do what we think that they're capable of doing, and that's win fifty-two, fifty-three games. So I'm gonna go over forty-four and a half.
2: All right. We're getting to the bottom here. I think the worst teams in the league right. projected uh San Antonio Spurs, 34 wins last year, 22 and a half over under the lowest any team. So they traded their one all star DeJounte Murray. And...
1: I'm going over Greg Popovich. It's for him.
2: Yeah, same thing. I can't I can't imagine Greg Popovich winning less than twenty five games. It seems like immoral in I don't know. I'm actually gonna go
0: under. And the only reason why is because I saw a little interview with Greg Popovich, because we all know how Popovich is and how honest he is. And he basically said anybody that were to go to Vegas and put money on his team to win it all is an idiot. <laughs> and that oh, wow. tells me that he knows what he's dealing with. He's been around a lot. He's got a very young team. I, I mean, at this point in his career, I think he's just here now to like to just I think he probably just enjoys coaching. I know he has, you know, yeah, wife, it's for the health insurance. His wife passed away a few years back. So I'm sure it's like he probably feels like honestly that if he truthfully quit coaching right now, he'd probably just die. So I'm going to go with more of like the deeper meaning with all this while I'm taking the under and say that I don't think he gives a shit. I think this is going to be like somebody that's just going to watch like his kids play like rec league NJB out there. So I think it's
1: like Chubbs. I, watching I think they that have an awful season. girl golf. I think they win like 18 that's games. right on the hips. <laughs> the head down. Not watching at all.
2: All right. The last team here. Rockets 20 wins last year. 23 and a half over under
1: going under uh what's even going on with the rockets
2: i'm gonna go over they've had the number two pick last year and now the number three pick this year so they've got some young guys maybe they'll try a little harder sean there's there's something
0: that might change your mind here what's that the rockets have bow bands
1: <laughs> oh well that's fun but i mean he'll play like a collective of 91 minutes the whole season. Yeah, no, I know. I was just if making that. A half joke about that. But, but yeah, I do love me some boba. I, you know
0: what? I'm going to go over also because they are a young team and I I've, I've seen some games where they randomly put up like 120 points. Like they they're athletic, they're fun. I don't I don't see why they can't fuck around and win like 25 games this year. I mean, that's still like almost 60 losses. So I mean, they can they can do it. All righty. So that that concludes our over under for our NBA preview.
1: All right. Any, uh, anything else to get to? Definitely not. Yeah, very no, very that, was, been a that was a long pod. episode, which
0: we knew would happen because of the, the preview, but Hey, it's that time of
1: the year. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to episode 293 of the Tony's take podcast. I'm Sean. And join with me. We had off road, Andy. Yes. And Tony Katz. Yes. Thank you. See you later.